Have I told any of you? Last time on Cursebreaker. I don't think you have. (laughs) (laughs) The party was invited into the lamp to take a quick nap in their new bedrooms, and good thing we did, because what came next was pretty heavy. The mirror-like hallways here showed us some of the toughest parts of our past, but with great effort, we were able to accept our imperfect histories and move forward. And that brought us to the door, La Porte de la Nuit, the gates of the underworld. We're here for you, Tibio. Let's do this. initiative. Yes, we will roll initiative in just a moment here. Well, hold. Hold your die. Roll them. Continue to shake your dice through this whole description. All right. You're on a massive island of tightly packed bones spanning 100 feet across. In the exact center of the island is a raised mound and a great pale archway made from a single spinal column. A massive raven made of cobbled bones is perched on top of the archway. Its talons are crumbling pieces of the gate away as it flaps, showering the area in jagged bones. Roll initiative. Thank you. (laughs) Fuck. My arm started to hurt. (laughs) It was actually hard to concentrate. 10. A 19. 5. 16. 8. So to start us off is Snack with a 19. Tibio. Yes, Nick. Is this one of the spies that we must not harm, or is this one we can... No, I believe we are in grave danger now. Okay, well... As they say, um, go nuts. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I will uh, hex this bird. I'm going to give it disadvantage on checks that are related to constitution. Okay. And then I will uh, do the old Eldritch Blast. Snack extends his hand out and uh, shoots some purpley bright light. We got a 11 for the first one. Okay, that's, uh, and then a second 11. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> Snack, whether you're intimidated or just uh, kind of getting your bearings here, you take a couple of pot shots up at the bird that's perched on this arch. You can tell that it means business and that it is about to choose a target and harm somebody. Even so, your your bolts go completely wide <laughs> of this thing perched on top. Uh, at that very moment, um, this floor that you're all standing on, made of tight-packed bones, um, you hear a light rattling beneath your feet and you see some of the bones start to shift. I need everybody to make a dexterity save. Fuck. Holly got a 16. 20 over here. (laughs) Five. Natty one. (gasps) Nine. Okay. Uh, Snack and Holly uh, notice it soon enough to sidestep what's going on here. Uh, Some of the bones reach up and grab some of you by the ankle, (gasps) uh, immobilizing you in in place. In order to break this, you would just use all of your movement in the next turn to shake out of this. Hmm. Yeah, it ain't bad. We're all spellcasters. Yeah, we're all yeah, casters. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere you all I just be. turret and sit in the same place for the whole fight. And Bert's, right, Bert's cosplaying as a fighter right now with yes. this. <laughs> yeah. How close are we all to each other? Uh, you're probably within like 10 feet or so mm-hmm. of each okay. other. Pretty close to this gate, actually. And let's have everybody make a perception check, actually. Oh. Natural 20. Oh, shit. 13. Um, unnatural 20. Okay. 
16. Where were these rolls last time, guys? Yeah. I rolled fine last time. I rolled too well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people over here, uh, Holly, Bert, and Snack, all notice uh, these bones that have reached up. You can see that this black soot-like moss is starting to grow out beneath your feet. Um, you've seen this before quite recently. Fuck, it's the death moss. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Tibio, mm-hmm. you are not focused on the grounds and bones, even though, did you get caught? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even though that seems to be the issue, you're fixated on the gate itself. Okay. As soon as that raven passed through the gate, it turned an ethereal blue and it left this trail of light as it passed through. And you can see it inside the gate, some 40 feet in, perched on something in complete darkness. And it's staring at you. Uh, are you all able to see that? Do you see the bird? It's still in there. And looking in, nobody else can perceive this. The big... Bone bird? No, I can no. see it. No, the uh, never mind. Yeah, we're. I mean, I'm kind of tied up right now. Ah, ah, we. Oui. Uh, Tibio, it is your turn. Oh, jeez. Um, I shake myself kind of free of what I was paying attention to, looking at the door and stuff like that, and I re grab my attention on the big old danger bird ahead of me. Um, and I'm going to cast. Vicious mockery for the first dang time. All right. Breaking out the bar. Um, And I say, you are a sorry excuse for a raven. How dare you? Ouch. And then it has to make a wisdom save. (laughs) That's a natural 20. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a great raven. (laughs) The raven straightens its tie. (laughs) It's very Puts on some sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) And that... Is all that I do. I shake free of the bones as my movement. Okay. Next up is Bert, in a way. Um, Don't like that. <laughs> Bert, you see from your stuck position, <laughs> you desperately look up to see if anybody's free to help you out of your current circumstance. And what you end up seeing along the rim of this place is Judge Tonberry. His ghost is staring you down from across the way, and you see him drifting over that black expanse, flying on his own power. No fair. He is very slowly moving towards you. Okay. Looking past him, you also see the outline of Veronica coming through the wall and also drifting towards you. Now it's your turn. Uh, I would like to free myself. Okay. Yeah, you do so. You shake all the bones off your legs. Um, So that uses up all my movement. Correct. Is that... Uh, black goose still building up? Yes, right beneath you. Uh, how far away is Tomberry right now? More than 200 feet away from you. Okay. I'm not sure it matters because he did like teleport to stab me last, last time. I think I will instead once again cast a spell. Okay. The spell is called Dispel Evil and Good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, evil and good things have uh, disadvantage against you. Can you also roll a, an intelligence check for me? Can I? Uh, 19. All right. Um, Bert, you notice that every time you look away from Tonberry, he makes a great amount of distance towards you. Okay. Oh, that's scary. I would like to keep looking at him. (laughs) Uh, I will inform you in advance. This will affect your ability to hit things that are not Tonberry. Okay. Okay. Um, Thomas is in his own personal battle. I mean, Bert, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Well, Thomas. Maybe both. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, next up, 
uh, you hear this crumbling and crackling as parts of the archway fall away as the gigantic raven starts tearing at it with its talons. Um, it looks down at all of you and it does another one of those silent screeches where you can see it sort of, sort of, you can see it open its mouth wide and try to scream, but nothing comes out. And then you all see this brilliant white light on the opposite end of this uh, plateau that you're on. And you see this this white orb start to burn with the same white fire that you had seen before. And the bones beneath it start to climb and animate. Interesting. Um, it is then going to uh, take a pass around the room. It uh, leaves its perch on the archway and flies directly past all of you, uh, being quite clustered at the moment. Um, it shakes jagged bones onto you as it passes overhead, flying throughout the room. It's not within reaction distance or opportunity attack? Not melee okay. distance, yeah. It's still about 20 feet overhead what as it flies. What about caster distance? Is uh, it when you get an opportunity attack? Yeah. So I think they still have to pass within five okay. feet of you to trigger that. Um, but as this thing flies overhead, it is dropping uh, jagged, broken bones onto each of you. Um, those of you who are still caught in the bones have disadvantage on this dexterity save. Those of you who are free do not. If I Tides of Chaos to get advantage, does that cancel out the disadvantage? It does. Okay, so I could just take the normal roll? Yep. 17? 13. 18. 19. 13. Okay, so we got Holly, I believe Snack. Uh, take the full brunt of this. The rest of you are unscathed. Uh, seven piercing damage as these bones fall across I you. I love when I'm not scathed. <laughs> <laughs> I love being unscathed. Uh, it takes a long loop around the room and then purges itself right back on top of the archway uh, after passing over you. Uh, it is now Uli's turn. So Uli does not like being contained. I'm like... Let go of me, you bastard! And then I'd like to rage. Um, oh, yeah. Which would be a free spell and an auto surge. Yep. And I would like to meta magic careful spell whatever spell I cast, which means up to three people would, um, they would automatically succeed a saving throw against nice. a spell. Yeah, that's perfect for where you're at right nice. now. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's only one, one sorcery point. And I would like to do shatter with that. Okay. Yeah, what are you shattering? The bones that are holding on to me. Okay, nice. I figured that makes sense if they're grabbing me, if I just like... Yeah, yeah. Angry shake. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's a free spell, so I don't have to pay anything for that. Yep. Okay, but then I auto-surge. Yep, and um, I'm going to say those bones don't have anything for a save, really. So go ahead and just give me the damage on that. Okay. And then the three closest to me would auto-save. Um, yeah, I think you're going to have to choose somebody here. Who's who's around me? Everybody. <laughs> Bert got out, right? But he didn't move because he's out of movement. Yes. Okay. I do still have Death Ward up. I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was stabbed. Snack is probably made meatier, <laughs> beefier mm. Mm. than the others. Okay. <laughs> um, um, snack, you were forsaken by Uli. <laughs> so we take half damage. Yep. Um, yes. <laughs> and snack takes full damage. What's that damage? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. It'd be 3d8. Um, we should really try to not Whoa. hurt each other. <laughs> Holly yells that to, to Uli 15. after she explodes. <laughs> 15? So it would be half, so it would be seven for yeah. you guys. <gasps> I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm raging and also surging now. So uh, also, also, everyone is free of their bones. 
after that shatter. Good, I good flavor, Uli. <laughs> so I took 15 more damage? Yes. From the player that sun the From chair. his co-player. From, right. Yeah. Right. From I just was oh, confused because we, were, we yeah. were fighting a monster. But so then... one of the players that's in your party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also yeah. released you from the bones. <laughs> so one of, one of the like party members that you travel with <laughs> yep. and that you've been really good so friends with. You know what? Fuck yeah. all of you. I'm not... And the one whose family you helped save. Okay. I'm not going to spell sculpt anymore. That's right. You saved her whole town. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Uli, that hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> Holly's like um, bleeding a little bit from her forehead from that. Okay. Burr has like a, the mustache is like all wiry. Like lightning bolts. Yeah. I'm auto-surging. Okay. All of your ears are ringing also. I regain my lowest level expended spell slot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she can, sorry. She can uh, shatter us again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do it again. No, that free. shatter was free. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get back my fourth level spell. Because that's all I've cast. That's a good one. Though I can still cast a spell, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because that was a free one. Yep. I'm going to run up to the bird. Can I reach it? Um, it is 20 feet up on the archway. Okay, so no. I don't think so, yeah. You can start climbing. I don't need to actually touch it. Okay. I would like to scream at it yeah. and uh, say something like, don't touch my friends or something. <laughs> I don't know. Don't touch my friends or something. <laughs> <laughs> you leave them alone. And then um, I want to magic missile okay. at a fourth level. You could spend that, yeah, spend that free fourth level you got back. Yeah. Woof. My guy. I think you're at six starts then. What? Yeah. And I don't surge. For that one. Thank Jesus. <laughs> it's too much. 25. Wow. Yeah. 25 magic missile punch damage. Cool. And then I... <sighs> <laughs> Steam rises yeah. from your head yeah. and shoulders. You all see these uh, lines of energy uh, just wildly arcing off of Uli's fists and, and kind of um, swirling through the air up at this skeletal raven, punching holes in its wings and taking chunks out of its beak. And then... Almost immediately, you see bones fly up from the floor and just replace most of what had just been done to this bird. It doesn't do anything. Um, Uli, did you do something cool back there? You, were, you weren't watching? <laughs> I'm a little tied up. <sighs> um, what type of damage would, would that be? Force damage. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a few of you notice at this time um, that there have been spirits drifting into this room. Uh, what catches your eye is uh, Ash Muldrift is now coming through the wall. Uh, you see she is third in line behind Veronica and Tonberry. Uh, it is Holly's turn. Okay. Is there a space that looks less bony? <laughs> no, literally everything here is made of solid bone. Okay, just checking. Or packed bones. Um, okay. Holly is going to kind of just try to move a little bit away from the group. So we're just not so clustered. So maybe I'll just move 10 feet away kind of to the, we'll say the right side of the archway. Sure. Um, and then I'm going to cast Phantasmal Killer. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, I thought about taking that one. Um, okay. So I get to tap into the nightmares of a creature. <laughs> Okay. You can see within range. Holly's just getting more goth. The <laughs> nightmares yeah. of this bone bird are just real birds. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Okay. Um, so basically it's going to create an illusion in its mind of its deepest fears. Okay. 
Um, okay, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. So far, really good at those. Uh, that is a uh, non-natural 20. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, it was a... I think you should hex wisdom next time. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please hex wisdom. <laughs> no, that's table talk, but... Sorry, Holly, what you got? I messed up. Um, on a failed save, uh, the target becomes frightened for the duration, which is one minute. Okay, so it did succeed that one. So at the start of its next turn, yeah. it'll make another wisdom the saving throw. Turn. My card in front of me says the start. The card yeah. has a typo, I think. Okay, um, and then I don't know if there's anything, because I can't cast another spell for defense that I could do. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just going to tighten my funeral shroud like around me more <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to good, ensure it's in place. Good timing, yeah. <laughs> and that's all Holly's going to do. Okay. Are we the scary moss? Is that yeah. no longer? Still growing. But we aren't trapped in it now you're not trapped in it but you're still in the same place where it was growing actually uli i think because you shattered your way out and then you moved towards the archway i believe you're probably fine okay holly moved she's fine the remaining three of you have not moved from your spot um so the last thing in this round the first round of combat is that burning white orb on the other end of this plateau uh, you see the bones that were clamoring beneath it have formed into three full skeletons that are now marching towards your group. It is Snack's turn. Snack is not concerned with these skeletons. He is Hexus Bird and will do a couple more Eldritch Blasts. Uh, this time he uh, takes some steps forward and, um, and, then, and then tries to do it. Okay. Oof. Um, we got a 23 to hit. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Uh, <laughs> talking about oof. 19. Also hits. Oof for the bird. That's, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snack's very empathetic now. <laughs> 27 damage. Nice, damn. Jesus. So, oh, uh, I was going to say this. I uh, forgot to mention. Um, he does uh, um, kind of like grab with his other hand onto the bracer and tries to like channel uh, radiant energy. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Dragon bracer. Yeah. So some of it's radiant, some of it's necrotic, actually. So if, if you need to know those. Yeah, I do need the breakdown this time, actually. Okay. Um, Sorry. Eight necrotic. Okay. And then the rest was radiant. Okay. And you said it was uh, 27 total. Uh, so uh, much bigger reaction than you, than you were expecting, Snack. Um, you fire off an Eldritch Blast and you go, wait! And then you put your hand on the bracer and the Eldritch Bolt comes back. <laughs> and then it gets radiant and then you shoot it out again. And um, yeah, it, it blasts a gaping hole in this thing's wing and then the other bolt uh, clips the other wing clean off. Damn. And then they just immediately reform with bones that pull from the ground and give this thing its shape back. Hmm. It's it's becoming obvious by the minute that you guys are making no headway against this thing. Sounds like everybody's doing cool stuff when I can't see it. <laughs> just eyes locked on Tundra. <laughs> we just need to get through all of these bones, Bert, and then then we should be able to do some damage. There's like a billion bones in here. There's there me. has to be another way. Uh, the bird makes another silent screech, and another orb begins to burn brightly um, uh, on another sort of cardinal point of this pinnacle. So there's one on like the far east and now there's a burning white orb on the far north and the bones begin to rumble beneath it and form into skeletons. Tibio. Yes. Do you know anything about this? Do I know anything about this? <laughs> no. Like for as much as Sacra and your family could teach you about what is to come here, they could not tell you the exact challenges you're going to face. 
Uh, Tibio, it is your turn. Was there anything about floating orbs in your parents' poem? (laughs) (laughs) There's a PPS, and it said, there's floating orbs, watch yourself. Um, Okay. I walk away from the moldy spot. Yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I look around, and I see that there are things, skeletons kind of popping up all around. Mm -hmm. And I, I back up. Like toward the door, mm-hmm. so my back is to it, mm-hmm. and then I cast Danse Macabre um, as I outstretch my arms and fingers, like little threads of magic, like dark blue and purple and black, and kind of like clouds come out of my hands and reach out like little fingers towards mm-hmm. all of these like skeletons and mm-hmm. bones all around me, and um, up to five small or medium corpses stand up and become undead. Okay. I don't understand how the... I think it's just you're based on your availability of corpses, because typically you wouldn't have so many, but you've got infinite corpses down here. Sure. Oh, you, I see. You reach out with these uh, dark lines of energy, and you see finger bones and hands reach up and sort of grab hands and grasp these tendrils, and from them you see... You're like pulling these skeletons out of the ground as they raise, and you can see they're kind of coated in Tibio's energy. Uh, what do you command those skeletons to do? Defend us. Um, yeah, I'm going to say one skeleton marches out to each of you and just becomes your personal bodyguard. Sick. Bodyguard. <laughs> uh, anything else, Tibio? I guess I. So I've defended my friends. I have one skeleton next to me still. Mm-hmm. I look around and I see that the chaos is just growing and growing and growing. I look to all of you guys and I say, I'll be right back. And then I jump in the door. Tibio! Tibs! All right. You all see Tibio disappear. No, we don't. What? I don't see it. Oh, sorry. Four of you. Yeah. (laughs) Or three of you, I guess. Uh, See Tibio disappear into the inky black. Um, I also put my, the skeleton that I had with me, I put him in front of the door, like blocking it. Okay. Yeah. Um, None of you can perceive anything beyond the door. You can just see Tibio kind of fade into darkness and is gone. Uh, Are all the skeletons he was controlling still going? Yep. Still active. Did Tibbs go in the door? Uh, yep. Yeah, it looks like it. We don't follow him, right? Do we follow him? He put up his skeleton in front of it. We gotta buy him time, whatever he's doing. Uh, Bert, Tonberry is creeping towards you ever so slowly. Seems to be the slowest of all of these spirits, such that Ash has even passed him now. He is still locked on you and is creeping towards you. Can I kind of tell what Veronica and Ash are doing? Uh, I'm really worried about Veronica. It seems like all three of them are being drawn towards the center of this room in a way that they can't control. Hmm. Okay. Um, Veronica, following Tonberry, uh, passes him up, moves towards you, Bert, and is almost close enough to touch you as she passes by. And she just kind of smiles at you, and she seems to not grasp what's going on around her. And she floats almost like she's in a lazy river or something towards the gate in the center. Uh, it's your turn, Bert. Is she making swirls? Oh. <laughs> She's in like a little floaty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bert will shuffle to the side. Okay. Away from the black stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, they're going into the gate. It's probably good. I was hoping for a little assist. Uh, 
Veronica, can you hear me? She pays you no mind whatsoever. Yeah. She can't hear you. All right. Well, uh, is Tonberry in range for a brain gore attack? Uh, I'd say Tonberry's about 60 feet from you at present. Great. So I'm shuffling away from the the necro stuff. Yep. Um, it's clear the other spirits are going into the gate, but I want to just make sure that, yes, Tonberry's going after me and not going toward the gate. Okay, so you're checking if he's changing trajectory? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yep. He follows Toward you me. directly. Yep. Okay. Uh, Bert is going to close his eyes for like two seconds and Can then you... reopen his eyes. Okay. Have you not blinked this whole time? <laughs> I Realistically, I don't know how to handle that, but I'll say Tonberry's within 30 feet of you now. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's you a great loophole. Cheeky fucker, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit him with the old brain gore. <laughs> Close your eyes for one second too long. You're like, too much, too much. Go back, go back. 23 to hit. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that hits. 20 damage. Okay. Pretty good one. Uh, so you see that this cleaves through Tonberry, and it does like cut his ghostly form. Uh, you can see it sort of shear through his elbow and just kind of like like separates his arm, and then it just kind of like forms back out of mist. So it, it's done him no real corporeal harm, but you do get the fading thoughts of somebody long dead. Ah, give it uh, to me. It's it's a little much to take in. Uh, so much, in fact, that I'm going to have you take uh, some <laughs> psychic damage. Great. Wow. Uh, that is nine psychic damage, Bert. Okay. As the thoughts of a dead person <laughs> roll into you. Also, Cut My Ghostly Form is the name of my 2007 emo band. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> uh, his thir- thir- thought. <laughs> Not the first time I've done that. <laughs> Tonberry's surface thoughts are as follows. He is desperate to find Orzo and to complete the ritual. Oh, seeing you, he is driven to fury, knowing that you're the one who caused his premature death and he will do anything to kill you where you stand. Well, that answers that fucking question of whether he was like in it or a witless yeah. victim. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> Those are some nasty thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next up is the bird. All right, uh, the bird is going to take a dive. Uh, we got one, two, three, and four. Uh, Bert. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, you see the bird take one great flap, raise up into the air, and then descend directly on you, beak first, and wings tucked aerodynamically behind it and crashes into you. Is this guy undead? It is. Yes. Great. Oh, it's got disadvantage against sure you. Sure does. All right. Nice. Uh, 17 to hit. No, it's too late for me to use shield, right? No. No? Yes, I would like to use shield. Okay. <laughs> and does that Do pump your AC over? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it uh, gets right up against you, and um, I'm going to say in order to shield yourself, you're going to have to take your eyes off Tonberry for a second. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Um Good. So you shield yourself against the bird. It dives towards you. You see its open beak try to clamp down on you, and you can hear the straining of your shield as it almost gives away underneath its beak, and then it gives up and flies back to its perch. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
<laughs> Bert is trapped between a bird and a tomberry. What is this fight? <laughs> yeah, next up is Uli. Oh, I forgot I was playing. <laughs> um, it's good that we're all so excited for what's going on with other people that we forget what we're doing. That's a good sign. It's unprofessional, but it's entertaining. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're all doing it, except for John. John is terminally professional. It's too good. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't need to do anything else. <laughs> um, There's no treatment. <laughs> I do make up rules, though, so. <laughs> There's that. How far away am I from the closest living being? Um, you're fairly close. People have scattered a little bit. Holly moved away. I think Snack has stayed in his exact position. I did step forward. Okay, to get good. Yeah. Yep. I'm like toward one of the edges, I guess. Have you moved since the beginning of this? Yeah, I shuffled away. That's to right. Like, I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just gonna I did the Bert shuffle. Double checking <laughs> my, where you're all at here. My uh, signature move. Yes. Down, down, do your thing. Read a book. I am Bert. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I want, I, can I try and banish Tomberry? Perhaps. Like, will to that where? send him anywhere? Into death, maybe? You, you would send them to the plane they belong to. Are we in the no. plane he belongs to? You, uh, I'm going to say no. He okay. is destined for another plane at the moment. Is that a bad... If he goes to that plane, is that bad? Banish him! Holly yells. <laughs> if you're thinking of banishing him, he's, do it. He's, no, his knife, Uli's saying his, that, right? His knife is probably like... <laughs> right, right here currently? Yeah. Okay. On bird's neck. Uh, yes. Yes, banish? But yes, that. Okay. And I would like to bend luck so that he um, has a D4 penalty to that save. Okay, damn. The charisma save. Okay. Ready? Uh, 10 total. Against my spell save, yeah. TC, yeah, he fails. Good. Okay. So he gets banished. You're banished. All right. If the target's native to a different plane of existence than the one you're on, the target is banished with a faint popping noise returning to its home plane. If the spell ends before a minute has passed, the target reappears. Otherwise, they'd stay there permanently. Cool. Okay. Oh, good. Bert, you hear this loud as Tonberry just disappears, and you didn't realize until then how fucking close he was to you. You <gasps> see this, this glass-like blade that was maybe <gasps> six inches from your face oh. just shatter and disappear. I, I will tell you, you got off so legendarily lucky with his first attack in the hallway. He rolled. That was lucky? Yes. He rolled, I believe, four or five ones out of eight. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway, Tonberry has disappeared. Ooh. Oh, thank uh, God, Uli. I, um. You I did it. Didn't know I could do that. Where'd you send him? Uh, not here. Wherever he's <laughs> supposed to be, I think. That's good enough for me. Um, Remind me to tell you something about him later. Okay, yeah. You've redeemed yourself for hurting us all. I, I said I was sorry. You all see uh, Ash Muldrift uh, drifting closer and closer, and she actually passes Veronica to be the first one to pass through the gate. Um, she reaches the center of this room and disappears into the black gate. Um, the skeleton tries as best as it can to stop <laughs> the spirit, but it can't. Hmm. Skeleton's like, no, stop. Yeah. Uh, next up is Holly. Holy hyacinth. 
Wait, the crow didn't roll at the end of its turn for fatismal killer. You're right, it didn't. So Good catch. Thank you. I'm sorry. I have it written in giant letters, end phantasmal killer. Uh, 13 total. Is that against my spell save? Yes, your spell yeah, save that DC. Fa- that fails. Awesome. Okay. Um, 4d10 psychic damage. Yeah, 4d10 psychic to that burb. Okay. It's 23. Nice. Do okay. I add anything to that damage? You do not. Okay. Um, that is 23. Psychic damage. All right. Uh, from the psychic damage, you see this whole bird kind of lose its composure. Like all of the bones fall to pieces. Like it can't hold itself together. And then they all just sort of grab each other and stand back up and it starts to reform again. Ugh. Um, next is. Can I tell if it got hurt at all from it? It, it did momentarily. That, that was profoundly effective on the bird. Uh, however, the pain that you inflicted did not last. Mm. It, it seems to have a nearly infinite pool of life to pull upon here. I think I'm going to drop that concentration spell mm-hmm. and cast Big, Big B's hand. Okay, to do what? <laughs> um, to create a giant hand to well, attack skeletons. Okay, okay. <laughs> scoop them up. Scoop them up. Two scoops of skeletons. I could also try to hold the bird. <laughs> If I wanted to, but we'll see. Okay, but first I gotta create the hand. A bird in the Bigby's hand. <laughs> a bird in the hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like little bunny foo foo. Yeah. <laughs> Popping him on the head. Um, okay, I create a large hand of shimmering translucent force in an unoccupied space I can see within range. It moves at my command, mimicking the mo- movements of my own hand. High five yourself. <laughs> Um, and then the ring <laughs> slaps it back. <laughs> I think Uli is closest to me, um, so I'm going to yell over to Uli and ask, Uli, uh, I've never used this spell before, and I'm like shaking my hands out op- open palm in front of me, and the hand is just the giant hand is now shaking around in the okay. air. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, do something cool with it. Uh, should I grab the bird or push some skeletons into the pit? I th- uh, the bird seems to be probably the, the bigger problem. I don't know if I can hurt it, but I can hold it in place. Yeah? Uh, okay. Just, like, smack it around a bit. Sure. Um... Okay, Holly, like, looks at her hand, her palm of her hand, her real hand, and then she's like, reaches out. This is like some VR, like yeah. she's wearing an Oculus <laughs> VR thing, and she just reaches up, uh, and the, the hand is going up to the top of the tower to try to grasp the uh, grapple. Okay, the bird. Yeah. Um, it is a what size creature is it? Huge? It's large. Okay. I can do huge or smaller. So there that, you go. That's yeah, good. You got it. Okay, you have to do a strength save. That is a 17 total. Nope. But it has Damn. A str- it has a strength of plus eight. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, this is my one level. It's a strong hand. Oh, no, I have two level five. This is a level five spell. Um, and then I'm going to... Do, 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 do. So I'm going to grab it, and I'm going to... I guess I'm going to crush it. I can't really move it, it says. It's okay. just grappling it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to try to crush it with bludgeoning damage. Okay. 2d6. 11. 11 bludgeoning damage? Yeah. Okay. I crush it. And it's grappled now. Yeah, 
Yes. All right. Uh, you all see the raven's wings kind of tighten in around its body as this hand grabs it, and it sort of elongates as it's being squeezed and crushed by a giant hand. And uh, it, it seems rather helpless at the moment, actually. You all hear the crunching of bones and see some powdery dust fall to the floor as this nice. thing is being <laughs> controlled. Yeah. I got that burb. Good job, Holly. Thanks for your help, Lily. Holly's just like holding her hand, <laughs> clutched in front of her. Um, at that moment, uh, one of these skeletons is close enough to Bert to begin thrashing him uh, that walked out from the burning white orb. Um, Keep in mind, guarding, guardian skeletons. Well, that's right. Yeah. Uh, let's have those go on your initiative to attack things and stuff like that. Okay. Okay. Um, Bert, that is a natural 20. Uh, is it an undead? Skeleton? It is undead. It's got a disadvantage. <laughs> Best spell for this place. Sorry, Bert. That's a that's a nine. Okay. Great. <laughs> Great. Probably not a that's hit. That's a mess. Yeah. Okay. I still have shield up. Until oh, that's right. Turn, Jesus. So. All right. So skeleton does nothing. Uh, and there are. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have a skeleton on snack as well. Uh, snack. That is an eleven to hit. Hmm, nope. Great. All right. And a skeleton on. Yuli uh, is a 12 to hit. <laughs> Yuli? I think that's it. That's a hit. Yes. Gotcha. God, I'm so Got fucking em. weak. Got him. Uh, that is four bludgeoning damage. Put some clothes on, Yuli. You see there are more skeletons pulling out from that first orb and the second orb. They are continuing to generate uh, three skeletons per orb per turn. And at the very end of the round, who, if anyone, is still in their original spot? I don't think anyone at this point. The very beginning of the battle, you mean? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, you yes. all hear this very subtle <laughs> among all the chaos of battle, and these moldy spots have grown out to about a five-foot radius and yeah. puffed, and the mold disappears. <clears throat> wait, did it go into spores in the air? No, no, no. Oh, it wait, just it kind of disappeared. disappeared? Yep, disappeared from where it was, so oh. those spots oh, no. are no longer hazardous. Disappeared uh, from where it was. Ah, uh, yeah. That's ominous. Um... It is uh, the beginning of a new round. I need everyone who is in this room to make a dexterity saving throw. I hate it. <laughs> 16? Dirty 20. Um, 14, but I'm going to use a luck to try to get higher. Nope. 14. Like 14 would do it. Snack? 11. Okay. Uh, no snack and no holly. Yep. And I used a whole luck and rolled a 7. Once again, uh, bones have reached up from the floor to grasp at your legs uh, to mm. immobilize you and hold you in place as that mold begins to grow beneath you once more. Uh, snack, it is your go. Uh, if, if there's a small like cluster of skeletons, yeah. Snack's less interested in the bird now that's mm -hmm. grabbed. So I'm going to use uh, my cloak of brimstone to uh, misty step 60 feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm planning to just like kind of appear in the air mm -hmm. and then just like... Um, casts like a, a fire breath. Okay. Uh, officially, it's a line, but sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can line them up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just kind of blast a thirty-foot line, try yeah. to hit some skellies. Okay. I'll say this is on the three that have just emerged. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So they make a deck save. Okay. I'm gonna roll as a group. Uh, not bad, actually. Uh, that would be an eighteen total for that group. Saves. Okay. So I'm guessing it's half damage. Yes. Correct. We've looked at that before. Okay. Um, nine uh, fire damage. Okay. And uh, that's replacing one attack. So then I will use uh, Eldritch Blast to just... Do the orbs look menacing? 
Um, the, <laughs> the orbs look uh, substantial and corporeal. Hmm. Snack does not know these words. He All just right. shoots a skeleton. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, so we got a uh, 15 to hit. Yep, on one skeleton's definitely hits. Okay. 14 radiant damage if we still count it yeah. that way. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can tell that uh, even the fire breath was enough to bring these skeletons beyond bloodied. Okay. Um, the radiant damage on top of that just incinerates one of the skeletons as it passes through them, almost like it didn't collide with anything. Okay. Oof. Um, yeah. <clears throat> All right. That's my turn. Okay. Tibio. Hey, what's up? After stepping into this place. Ah, oh, um, fuck. The this new environment is illuminated for you. Turns out it's not just shadow beyond this place. It's just that you can't see into it. Once you're in here, it's not unlike a terrestrial cave. Um, you can tell that there's a, a ceiling above you and a floor beneath you. About 40 feet ahead of you is a small ethereal blue raven that is perched on this spire of rocks, almost the same exact way that the raven is perched on the archway. After being in there for just a couple seconds, you hear this, and you look to see what it is. Tonberry has appeared directly beside you. No, oh, great. And you can see he is wielding this vibrating glass blade that is hovering right near him, and he turns his gaze to look at you. And you've seen Tonberry in life, in his corporeal form. You've even seen Tonberry as a ghost, but you've never seen him like this. He looks absolutely out of his fucking mind. Oh. His beard is just frazzled out and going crazy. He is lit up white as if he has begun the curse-breaking effect. You can see the magic fading off of him, and he looks at you with these trembling eyes. I cast shield on myself and just wait. Do you see he kind of like looks at you, and then he looks out over this abyss that's in front of both of you. Maybe just beyond that 40 or 60 feet to the raven is a sheer cliff face. This cave is more or less an infinite cylinder. Stretching below and above you is just blackness. And among this blackness is a galaxy of little points of light that seem to be moving in unison. This constant stream of coherent energy that flows through this place. It's all very new, and it doesn't quite make sense. You can't even tell which way is up in this place uh, conclusively. At that moment, you see Ash Maldrift effuse through the gate as well and kind of plop herself right beside you. Um, hello? Uh, Ash looks to you and says, Thank you. I remember you. Uh... Uh, yes, I. We met earlier in the hallway of mirrors, and um, I told you that your daughter is safe and that you can move on. She kind of smiles at that, and you see like a large chunk of her just disappear as she continues to smile at you. You can see that chunk of her is joining this mass of light out in the center of the room. I exhale a little bit, and I smile. Be at peace. Um, she just like sits cross-legged on the floor and just kind of waits, and you see her slowly kind of disintegrate over time. Tonberry watches this happen, and then he seems to gain some kind of realization. He runs past the raven to the edge of this sheer cliff, and he looks out below, and he starts 
screaming. He's calling out. He says, Orzo, I'm ready. Take me. Take me back to the realm of the living. It's time. I kind of edge nearer the raven and that whole situation over there. Um, and I, I say, I'm sorry, Judge Dunbarry. It is, it is over. It is too late. It is done. He looks up at you and he says, It is done. It's over. You've lost. Orzo! And he's just calling into the void beneath him. These powers that you have aligned with, they will not win. Sir, you must let go. You can see pieces of Tonberry fading away as he continues to scream into the distance beneath him. And then you hear, I'm so glad to meet you. You have shown us strength and cleverness and powerful force of will. The uh, raven is turned towards you. I turn toward the raven. We are proud to have you as a guardian of the underworld. And at that you can see maybe 40 or 50 other ravens just briefly come into view. And then they seem to join that pool of light in the middle. He says, You will, of course, have control over the comings and goings of this place. You must always watch over it. And you are, of course, do your title. Tibio Femur, King of Bones and Guardian of the Underworld. I, I did not want to be King of anything. I just... I just want to help. Um... It changes its form when you begin speaking back to it. It, it more resembles you now, uh, much more of a gnome. Um, instead, now it's got this uh, kind of feathered cowl that covers its face, but it has grown into a humanoid shape. It says, As you know, Tibio, we're in trouble. There's something scary that comes through these tears. And it kind of gestures out to this, that pool of light in the center again. And once more, you can see these these tears that are leaking into this place. It looks down at Tonberry briefly, and it just kind of shakes his head as if to say, don't worry about him. He'll be gone soon. Okay. You must have questions for me. Um, yes, I... How, how do I fix this? I, I wish to... Repair this damage. How can I fix it? Is it something I can do here? Is it something I must go? I know there is a problem in Vindorn, and I know that the curse breakers are working towards so much, and I want to make sure that the solution is sustainable. Perhaps it can be done from here, but this is no place for mortals. I see. So I will... I will have to go again to... Repair things from the mortal plane. Yes, but I'm afraid there are the damage is far too widespread, even now. And it's right. You look over this milky way of tears in the underworld. You don't know how you could even begin to repair this. And I... I'm not enough. Not, not by myself. Maybe... 
Maybe that's the way. Maybe it's the curse breakers. What about your parents? My parents, they are... They are gone. They are... Dead. Haven't you seen them here? No. No? They have not passed through. How... How is that possible? Another mystery. I... I, I have to find them. Tibio, there's something here that... We are afraid of. What is it? What can I do? It uh, looks up at you one more time and says, Tibio, it's coming. I look around and reach out with my necromantic powers. Um, you look back towards Tonberry, and though he's about half gone at this point, uh, he is still screaming over the edge of this cliff. And looking down, you can see exactly what he's screaming at. There's, of course, thousands of tears in this place, but there is one that is thousands times larger than any others. You see this shimmering pool of silvery light at the bottom of this cylinder that seems to roil and splash, and suddenly something gargantuan begins crawling out of it into the underworld, and it races towards you. Tonberry stands and says, Yes! I return, finally. Um, do I get a feel that this is the same sort of thing that the curses are made of? It's the same, same yes. deal, yep. same deal. Okay. Yep. Very familiar. Okay. I'm like nervous about doing, I'm nervous about doing violence in this place. This figure reaches the edge of the cliff and becomes enormous in your field of view Without a thought, it reaches down and grabs the raven you're talking to, and it just bites it in half. No! It reaches over towards Tonberry and just crushes him in his hands Oops. and then begins slurping whatever ectoplasm is left over from No, that. stop, stop! And then it looks down at you, and it reaches towards you, and it can't seem to get a hold of you. Uh, it is Bert's turn. Ooh. Oh, wait. She has to do skeletons. skeletons. Oh, yeah. De oh, yeah, yeah. Defender ske skeletons. Yeah. Defensive In the real world. Skellies. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the skeletons are just going to follow the letter of my commands, basically. <clears throat> um, anything that has attacked or is aggressive towards my buds, um, they are going to attack. Okay. Yeah. Let's have them attack those skellies then. So I would just roll it. Like, I'm the DM. Mm -hmm. I'm the DM now. <laughs> 23 to hit. Yeah. We'll say that's against Bert's assailant. Yeah. Six. Uh, Bert, your skelly is nearly bloodied. Um, fractured? Fractured. Nearly <laughs> fractured. Am I going to do that once per yeah. skelly? Yeah. Okay. Second skelly. Who wants a skelly? Say snack. 16 to hit. Also hits. Eight damage. Cracked Skelly. And Uli. 15 to hit. Also hits. Five damage. Uh, not quite Cracked Skelly. Okay. And then <laughs> is there anything that has is, is looking askance at Holly? Mm. Not really. I mean, the bird is pretty much 
I mean, it's being grappled by Holly. How at many the skeletons we got out right now? So there are six in total. There are three that are clustered. Well, I guess Snack that deleted snack. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So there's two that Snack are, is still on that are both half dead, and then three that are half dead at each Bert, uh, Uli, and Snack. Okay. Um, the skeleton that is near Holly just kind of rattles its arms at the bird. <laughs> okay. Get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, now we're on bird, I believe. Okay. Holly, how are you holding up? You still got that thing pinned down? Uh, I think so. At least for another 55 seconds. <laughs> just gotta wait till Tibio gets back. I'll hold them off. I will take out my ingress ink mm, mm-hmm. and draw a circle around the other orb, the one that snacks not near. Okay, nice. And I imagine some skeletons will take some attacks of opportunity as I'm walking around it. Uh, you've got one that is on you that is definitely going to. Okay. Uh, that would be a 14 to hit, Bert. That is a miss, even without oh, the shield on. spell. God. How are you better at AC than me? Now well, they're pretty. He's wearing more cleric, clothes. And I have a uh, cloak with plus one AC to give He's me 15 He's got a shirt and pants. Next item grab, I need something for AC. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bert, you draw a circle around this orb on the floor, and a wall of text uh, surrounds this thing. Um, you are hoping that that will hold long enough <laughs> to keep these skeletons at bay. Um, it is the bird's turn. And the bird is going to fight the grapple. Mm-mm-mm. Bird, bird, bird. I need you to make a contested grapple with Bigsby's stats. It's got real good strength. It does. So I add its strength modifier to it? Yes. Non-natural 20. Jesus. Nice. It's got plus eight. Uh, bird continues to be grappled. Um, He's a very strong hand. Uh, so being that it can't physically move anywhere, the bird is going to let out a silent screech and form a third orb. I'm going to pinch its beak with my four fingers. <laughs> so that's where the orbs are coming from. The beak. Um, mm. Yeah, so there's one protected orb, one orb that Snack is on, and a third orb that is unguarded at the moment. Uh, Uli. Fuck. Um, what's near me? There's a skelly. You got one skelly near you, yeah. Where's the orb? That isn't guarded? Uh, we'll say it's kind of like on the other side of the archway. How far? Uh, all of the orbs are on like the farthest end, like uh, in the kind of the four cardinal directions of this plateau. If you're in the center of it, it would be 50 feet from you. Okay. So I could like peer around the arch. Yeah. Are there any big bones on the floor near oh, yeah. me? Like, like a thigh bone? <laughs> yeah. Are there any bones? <laughs> are there any bones around? Yeah, you've got a giant's tibia. At your disposal. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's named for bones. <laughs> um, I would like to meta magic, mm-hmm. bonus action, magic missile at the orb. Okay. I'll just do it as a normal one. I do not surge. Twelve. Force damage at the orb. Okay. As a bonus action. And as a normal action, I want to pick up a tibia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said tibio. Mm-hmm. And smack the skelly. Okay. Sorry, one more time. What was the damage on the orb? 12. 12. Okay. <laughs> like, I forgot already. <laughs> uh, so 
when you impact that orb, you actually see it shake violently with each impact and it gets smaller and smaller and the flame grows weaker and weaker okay. and almost winks out of existence. And th- and then I smack a skelly. Okay. Which is um, an improvised weapon. 12? Uh, 12 does hit. Sweet. Six. And this is on the skelly that was on you? Yeah. Uh, still not dead. <laughs> Sorry. I used my left hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. And then uh, I think that's my turn. Okay. Uh, Tibio, from where you are, you see Ash uh, completely um, disintegrate um, into this collective pool of light in the center. And then we're back to Holly. Can I do a check, like an arcane check to tell if it's been kind is a magic spell? Like, can I tell that? Yeah. Give me an arcana check. Okay. Uh, 22. I'm going to say it's magic, yeah. Okay. Yep, it's a spell that it's casting when it does that shriek motion. Great. Okay, answers all my questions. I'm going to squeeze it with my grasping hand Mm -hmm. and do 2d6 plus my spell casting modifier, bludgeoning damage again, just because I'm mad at this burb. Okay. Squeeze it. Ooh, 17 damage. Yeah. Crush damage. Mm -hmm. Um, so with my action, I am going to cast, um, I think I'll cast Magic Missile. I'm the only one who can no, do that. Stuff. <laughs> you okay with that? <laughs> um, I also have Magic Missile. That's right. I think I'll do three at the nearest orb to me that I can see. Okay. Yeah, I'll attack the one maybe Uli's by. Okay. More. And what's your damage on that? Oh, um, nine damage total. Okay. Um, with that, uh, that orb actually gets smaller with every impact. And then on the last missile, uh, you see it completely disappear and the skeletons that were reaching up below it all fall back to the ground. Hey. Uh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and just for flavor, Holly was grasping her hand up in the air, grasping the crow. And then out of her pocket, she pulls a little crystal and she goes pew, pew, pew and shoots it. <laughs> right? Little beams out of her crystal magic missiles. Doing um, work. And she's just like, yeah. <laughs> Double fisting the damage. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That's the end of my turn. Okay. Oh, uh, I did not move and I was grappled by that stuff, by the way. Okay. Um, the summoned skeletons um, do not come out of the third uh, orb that just came up. They do come out of the first one. As expected, they are now tight packed in this little five foot circle, <laughs> just stacked on top of each other. And they seem to be fighting each other to try to get out of yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, the two skeletons that are still alive near Snack both attempt to thrash him. Uh, snack, that is... Ugh. Attempt being the operative word. Oh, shit. That is a 13 and a nine to hit, Snack. 13 might hit. 13 hits. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, you could just let one of them. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. I'm eager to hurt you guys. Uh, four damage. Okay. <laughs> the most damage I've taken is still from Uli. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm same, sorry. same here. I'm sorry. Wait, actually, Holly, now that you say that, um, at the end of the round, uh, who hasn't moved since they were grappled? It was just me because Snack Missy stepped away. That's right. Missy, Missy stepped. Right. <laughs> Misty steps. Um, Right? No, That's who Mrs. Right. Step is. <laughs> Missy Step is just a really funny idea. Holly. Yes. You have got the bird completely controlled with one hand, and you've got the new orb completely controlled with the other hand. Statistically speaking, half of this battlefield is being dominated by you alone. And then you hear, 
and the mold beneath you plumes upward, you take 50 necrotic damage. Hey. Uh, but half it because I've got my shroud. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> Tim wants to kill us so bad. I want one big hit. Yes. Missy Step and Lester Restoration. Missy and Lester. <laughs> we'll definitely be characters later. Okay. So I take 25 necrotic. 25 bullshit damage. Hey, I'm getting there. Yeah. And their son, Ray of Frost. <laughs> Raymond Frost. Raymond Frost. All right. Um, at the beginning of the round, uh, Holly, I do need you to make a concentration save. Uh, because you took 25 damage, you've got a, uh, I believe you have to beat a DC 12 concentration check to maintain the grasp. Hannah's just shaking her head. Hannah's no. like, no, I'm not doing <laughs> that. Everyone's so, nodding at me, like, yep, that's just yeah. what happens. And you I'm like, I have on never heard this rule in D D before. So now, that, now that I'm desperate. If you take damage, you have to concentration save. Fine, 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 fine. <laughs> so I just do a, a D20. Yep, and then this is gonna come from your constitution modifier. So I think it's just 13, right, Thomas? Mm-hmm. Oh, for God's sake. All right. You succeed it by one. You are concentrating hard as hell. Yep. Yeah, don't fuck with me. <laughs> butt cheeks are so clenched right now. <laughs> they are very clenched. <laughs> She's tight. She's not going to poop for a week. She's tight. <laughs> All right. You know what? No. <laughs> oh, no. Too squirrely, guys. Too squirrely. I'm sorry. You see the bird uh, screech again? No. Counterspell. I don't know if you can counterspell it because you. You don't know missiled. what the spell is. No, no, it's because it's um, it's like a, it's not like an arcane spell. It's like an ability. No, that's why like I asked ability. him. Yeah, I she did ask asked. before if it a was a, a magic spell. I was like, can I tell if it's an ability of this creature or if it's like casting a spell? Dang. And well, he said it's casting a spell. <laughs> yep, I did. That's right. Isn't a a spell? Don't you have to know the spell to counter it? I didn't read it. That's, Let me look. That's like part of it. It, there might be like other rules for if you don't know the spell. A, a, nor- a normal day, I wouldn't take you up on that. <laughs> oh no, it's about what level spell it is. Okay. If the creature is casting a spell at third level or lower, it fails and has no effect. If it's casting a spell of fourth level or higher, make an ability check to use my spell casting ability. Okay, I'm gonna say yeah, it's a fifth level spell then. Okay. It's a level bajillion spell. <laughs> I rolled. <laughs> uh, I rolled really high. What is it? I rolled a 19. Uh, yeah, I said level 50. <laughs> <laughs> the DC is 10 plus the spell's level. Yeah, so I, know, I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Holly, you've got this thing like crushed in one hand. You just quelled uh, an orb on the other side of the room with magic missile and you see another orb begin to form and your veins are beginning to pop out as you sweat profusely, just controlling the entire battlefield. Uli is so impressed um, right now. <laughs> can Holly just start like having a little bit of her hair just like start to float in the air? Kind of like- I think so, yeah. She's so like electrically charged with magic right she's now. She's going full witch. Full jiggly. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay, that's all. From my counter spell. That's all. That's it all. was like 700 hours. <laughs> no, it's not even my turn. <laughs> oh is, my God. It is Snack's turn. Okay. I need to kill more skeletons. Uh, no, kill the orb, Snack. 27 for the first skeleton. Uh, Eldritch Blast? Yeah. Hits. 15 for Still the second. Hits. Okay. So, first skelly, we got a 6, 10, 14 damage. Obliterated. <laughs> second one. Uh, we got eight damage. Likewise. Okay. Yep. Uh, it is Tibio's turn. Oh, fuck. Okay. 
you see this colossal uh, it looks like a curse like you've seen multiple times before and you've seen this specific one it is Orzo the dwarf with the exceptionally long cape that has risen into this space you think me evil none of it matters Fimur soon we will all be free from the fear of death soon we will be as one why do you fight to prolong the suffering of so many? I do not care if you are evil. That does not matter to me at all. But you are doing harm to those who are alive. And there is a natural order that I must keep. Soon there will be no difference, no death, no pain. You wish pain for your people. Pain is a part of life. And you cannot have no life, no death. It is both or nothing at all. For you, it is death. And you hear this. As it uh, begins to uh, reach down towards you. And this you do feel. Okay. I cast Blight. Okay. Just fighting back however you can. I'm trying to like... Yeah, I'm trying to new- use necromancy to kind of siphon off some of its power. I'm not necessarily trying to take anything into myself. Okay. Um, when you cast Blight, you can see the magic much more clearly here than you could in the mortal plane. Um almost like the smoke and mirrors are kind of done away with here. You can actually see the blight sort of leave your fingertips like you couldn't normally, and you see it transfer towards him, and then you see him just sort of swat his hand at the spell as it comes near him, and uh, he begins, uh, he continues to uh, kind of pull on your soul. Um, At the same time, you hear, oh, shut the hell up, and you see Veronica step forward, and you can see she's pointing a finger towards Orzo, and you can see her finger start to disappear. With the last bit of her own soul, she is casting the final curse-breaking spell to try to deal harm to Orzo. You can see her just rapidly disappearing as she pours herself into this thin beam that seems to tear through part of him. I am going to join her in her curse-breaking. Okay. So you begin the curse-breaker spell? Yep, I tapped the first circle. Uh, is unlike anything you have felt thus far. Uh, when you tap the first circle and bait the curse, so to speak, mm-hmm. you become white and you sort of join the rest of the figures here. You can see now that these are the shapeless will of consciousness left over. Every little speck of light is a soul that has assimilated into the grand beyond together and they seem familiar to you now that you've joined them. You can kind of feel your entire ancestry is in this place and the ancestry of the entire planet has gathered here as it waits to be reborn. What do you do next? I give it all I got. Uh, Go ahead and roll to hit. 16. 16 does not hit Orzo. I have inspiration. Sorry, we're the talking one from table beyond. talk I will allow. <laughs> A whisper from All the right, void. fine. Yeah, go ahead. What do I add? Uh, you just roll again. Advantage. Oh, Lord. Please keep 
Same exact roll. Damn. You almost cast the spell and then take a second to realign your aim and try again, and you really pour yourself into it this time. And you see Orzo just smirk at you and sidestep. As large as he is, it seems no challenge for him to conquer you in this space. You feel all of your magic leave you until you have absolutely nothing left. Bert, it's your turn. Well, we got things under control out here, pretty much. I'm sure Tibio is only moments away from completing his destiny. (laughs) Just, like, waiting for him to come out of the gate. (laughs) Um, Are there any skeletons left that are out? Yes, there's one attacking Uli. That is the only remaining skeleton to my memory. Bert, you think... uh you think Tibby is okay in there? Uh, I don't know. It didn't seem like he wanted us to follow him. Maybe I should check on him. I, uh, yeah, sure, whatever. And Holly's just still, like, two arms up in the air. <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> Dear Tibio. <laughs> uh, as soon as you begin <laughs> writing, Bert, uh, you see this little warning icon display on the page. <laughs> Uh-oh. And it says, recipient cannot be found. <gasps> Ah, jeez. This might have come up before, but Whisper Quill does not work transplaner. Okay. Maybe I'll just uh, take a peek. So Bert casts Arcane Eye and sends it into the portal. Okay. Oh, uh, nope. It does say it can't enter another plane of existence. And it winks out of existence. (laughs) Well, that's that, I guess. Anything else, Bert? (sighs) I'll attack that skeleton. Okay. <laughs> well, shoot. Fifteen. All right. Uh, Fifteen does hit Uli's skeleton. Not her skeleton. The skeleton sets. Ow, Bert. Yeah. My bones. <laughs> I'm a t- I must kill every skeleton. <laughs> Ten damage. That is enough. All right. Uli the skeleton is dispatched. Uh, the the true boss of this place. That one skeleton. <laughs> and then Bert, is that it for your turn? That's it. Okay. Uh, after Bert's turn, it is Bird's turn. Uh, counterspell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, counterspell and it dies. <laughs> the bird on the archway is furious. <laughs> it cannot move. It cannot attack any of you. It cannot do what it is supposed to do here. And so instead, Explode. it does the only thing it can do with its talons it begins to clutch and tear at the gate. And you all hear a as the shadows in the gate disappear and you see through it clearly. The gate begins to crumble and fall to pieces beneath its feet. You are alone in here. Tibio, the gate behind you is no more. Oh no, fuck. And we'll end it there. Oops. What the fuck? Oh no. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Tim, your DM and your genie. I'm Hannah, playing Holly Hyacinth. I'm Thomas. I play Engelbert FF Wisherspoon. I'm Tara, and I play Tibio Femur. I'm John. I play Snack the Cobalt. And I'm Maggie, playing Uli. Uli.